Hey guys, what is going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. A little bit different truck talk for today, man. I uh, I'm actually not heading to work. I'm not heading to town. I'm already in town. Been working all day long today, uh, trying to get the Ventrac up and running. Um, I knew that I had one slow leak when I finished my last job, so I knew I'd have to work on that before I took it out and uh, I got on the next job, but when I went to get the Ventrac today, not one, not two, but three tires were completely flat. So, man, that last job that I did really did a toll on the Ventrac tires. So. I, uh, I spent pretty well all day just messing with the Ventrac and uh, I have the Carlisle tire fill that Ventrac sent me when I got the Ventrac and I pumped a whole bunch of that tire fill into um, three different tires there on the Ventrac. So got that hopefully where it needs to be. So the last couple of times I pumped that stuff in there. You're supposed to let it cure for like 24 to 48 hours before you really um, use the machine or whatever. But you know how it is, man. You have a flat, you're in a bind, you pump some of that in there, and then you take off and uh, get on the job and, and try to knock it out. So that's what I did the last time around. And I don't think it cured really well, and I don't think it worked. Uh, it didn't work, I should say, um, at all. So... I'm, uh, I'm going to wait the 24 to 48 hours and see if it'll cure, and hopefully it will, and I won't have any more issues in the near future. So, um, got the uh, Ventrac and the tires off. I've got the tire fill in there, and it's sitting down in our shop, and I'm going to just let it sit there for a day or two until I can get down there and put the tires back on and take it to the next job that needs to be done. I was hoping to get on that job tomorrow, but it's not gonna happen, so it is what it is, man. I have to uh, I have to be at the house on Monday for an appointment. I got somebody coming by and gonna check out a few things there at the house, need some, need some things done. Um, I have a huge, like, plumbing issue. I don't know if you guys have listened to the previous podcast, but our well was kind of messed up. We need a filter put in, filtration system put in. I don't have time to mess with it. I've put it off. I've had the filter, a whole filter system for like two years, and I have not um, taken time to put it on there. So uh, actually going to call a plumber. Trying to, I've been trying to get a hold of a plumber. They're like us, though, just like us. They're super busy, super swamped, not enough time to... You know do all the jobs that need to be done not enough time to call everybody back you guys know how it is you're running so low maybe you got two or three guys helping you you can only you guys can only do so much so um trying to get a hold of a plumber right now and it's been tough man i've called like two or three different companies and haven't really um got on the books with anyone yet so um i'm gonna keep trying but monday i have somebody come in they're gonna be checking out a few things at the house and so I'm going to have to get my big commercial property done uh, that I usually do. I do every Monday. I'm going to have to do that tomorrow on Sunday. So just part of it, man. Going to have to get out there, finish that up. And then Monday, I'll probably be hanging around the house uh, just doing a little bit of maintenance stuff around the house. 
on equipment and then uh, when they show up hopefully we can get all that figured out and then I can get out and get mowing so that is the game plan for right now but what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is man just it seems like our area our town I don't know if it's like that where you live I've heard a lot of guys say it's like that everywhere you know it's like everywhere you go you'll hear you'll you'll hear people say well everywhere you go it's like that it's like that everywhere you go it's like that everywhere you go it's like not finding help you know well it's like that everywhere you go or um, just you know crime or uh, you know whatever it is it seems like every time somebody talks about it it's like well it's like that everywhere it's like that everywhere but is it really I don't know maybe it is maybe it isn't maybe you live in an area where uh, crime's not a big deal maybe you live in an area where um, finding good employees is not like hard to do maybe you live in a community where there's a lot of good work ethic still around and you can find people left and right and you have plenty of help I don't know maybe so but just want to share my experience that happened the other day and it just goes to show you just how broken we are just how um, I don't know just this day and age the culture just everything going on with social media everything going on in the world right now we're living in different times and I can see that each and every day the things that people do the way people treat each other um, just man it's just a lot has changed over the years you know even in the last 10 years like here in our area it was a super safe um, town really really small town now we have a lot of people from the bigger cities in the inner cities coming to our area man and it's been like I don't know it's just a little bit different now you know it's not as safe as it used to be and could be like that where you live maybe not hopefully not but uh, that's just what we're experiencing here in our area we're kind of like a central hub for all of these big cities to like move away from and come to and even uh, these people that are coming from like other states like they're wanting to get out of California or wanting to get out of Texas or wanting to get out of Oregon or just you know some some of these some of these states that they're wanting to get out of uh, and they're ended up coming to our area because it's not a big city uh, we're not like a huge city but it's not like super small so we do have a few things but um, not like it's not like the big city but a lot of those people are bringing those you know those values the morals the everything that they bring that they were facing and those bigger cities are bringing them here and and just telling you all this because man I was uh, I've never experienced this ever here in our hometown but um, something happened the other day and it was like it got me thinking got me thinking about a lot and just got me thinking about um, you know e even if like do you want to even stay here it's like do you even want to stay in this environment in this town in this place around these types of people if more and more people are going to come here that are like this and I'll share with you what happened it was crazy and it happened so quick and I'm not even sure like why it happened so I'm coming home the other day and I get up to a stoplight and I'm waiting and I'm behind I'm behind a vehicle and I'm waiting and uh, 
sitting there for a little bit and the light turns green and uh, I'm like all right well we're gonna be going here shortly so uh, just kind of getting prepared getting ready to go I was actually talking to my wife on the phone so talking to her waiting on this vehicle to start moving because the lights already green and the vehicle doesn't move it sits there so I'm like all right well you know they're probably going to start moving any minute and I'm talking to my wife on the phone I've got my phone like sitting down beside me like in the console area uh, on the truck and uh, you know I'm just sitting there I'm just sitting there talking to her I'm just kind of waiting I'm not really paying a whole lot of attention to the vehicle in front of me I'm just like all right this guy's taking a little bit but he finally starts moving after sitting there a while um, my thinking was I gotta hurry and get through this intersection before the light turns red so I'm kind of uh, getting on it a little bit and moving through the intersection he's going super super slow like I'm talking barely moving and I'm like man uh, thinking you know in the back of my mind I'm like well I may get through this intersection but talking still talking to my wife and still um, talking to her and uh, next thing I know um, the person in front of me like finally looks up and looks in their mirror looks in the rearview mirror and sees that I'm behind them you know so they wave at me and I'm like this whole time I was telling my wife I was like man that looks like Dalton the guy I know that looks like him in front of me and I, I don't think he drives this kind of vehicle though but uh, anyways the person waves at me I'm like ah that must be Dalton so I wave like real big at him I'm like hey hey man you know it's it's probably Dalton you know and whatever and then to just kind of he goes on his way and I go on my way I'm still following behind and next thing I know, he uh, he waves at me again. But this time, he waves with a gun. And I was like, is that a gun? And I was like, this, all right, I don't think this is Dalton. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that was a gun. He put it back down. So when he's waving at me, he's like, he's just bringing up his right arm, uh, like above the console area and like by the rear view mirror. So his hand's like right in front of the rearview mirror and he's waving like back towards me behind him so i'm like man i'm i think that was a gun so he puts his arm back down next thing you know he does it again and he brings his hand up again and sure enough it's a gun i'm like all right that is a gun and so he's like waving it at me and i was like what in the world and so i'm uh, still talking to my wife and i told her i said uh this guy just like waved a gun at me and so, of course, she's, like, flipping out. And she's like, what? What's going on? Where are you at? And so he puts his hand down again, and he does it again a third time. So he does this three different times. And at this point, I'm like, um, what is going on here? So I back up a little bit off of him and uh, scoot back a little bit. And as I slow down, he's kind of slowing down. So I'm like, what is going on? So I'm telling my wife the whole time. I was like, man, I'm slowing down. But he's, like, in front of me, and he's slowing down, too. So I was like... Uh, I was like, oh, what is this guy doing? I was like, I'm, I'm just going to turn around. So, I, you know, I'm talking to her. I'm like, I'm just going to turn around right here and just head back the other direction, get away from this crazy guy. And so um, trying to figure out where to turn around. Uh, wasn't moving very fast at all. He was not very far in front of me, maybe, I don't know, 50, 50 60 yards in front of me. And I put my blinker on to get in the turning lane. It's like a three-lane road, and there's a turning lane in the middle. 
And so I put my blinker on to get in the turning lane in the middle of the road. And he puts his blinker on and he whips it over into the turning lane real quick. And I was like, what in the world? And so as I'm turning, this guy like whips it around real quick. I'm like, this guy is seriously going to turn around and follow me. And so I whip the truck around. I, uh, when I turned left, I turned left right in front of someone. I mean, it was, a, it was, I mean, they were pretty close. It was, it was not like they had to slam on their brakes, but it was like, all right, that was a little close. To come to find out, it was a sheriff's SUV that I pulled in front of. And he, uh, he was sitting there. He went, he kind of slowed down, went on by. I whipped it around real quick, pulled out behind him. And I was like, I'm just going to follow this guy. And so I'm looking in my side mirror and trying to figure out what this guy's doing. He whips it around, starts following me. And I'm like, what in the world? And so we go on down a little ways and we turn, follow this road around. The sheriff's still in front of me. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, all right, this guy's got a gun. He's following me. So I call the sheriff's department and I'm like, hey, tell him what's going on. Uh, Tell him the whole story. This guy's following me. He's got a gun. And so they told me what to do, and I'm like, all right. So I'm staying on the phone with them. They're asking me all these questions. Uh, At this point, I'm trying. We're going around a couple of curves and a couple of bends. I can't see, you know, in the box truck, you can only see out of the side mirrors. So at one point, I'm like, I don't really see him back there, you know, but it's hard to see around the box truck. So I'm like, I don't know if he turned off or if he's still behind me. So I'm following the SUV, we make another turn, and as we turn, I'm looking, and I'm like, I don't think he's back there. I get on up the road a little ways, and I look in my mirror again, and all of a sudden, there's a van behind me, and there's a vehicle behind me, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the vehicle he was in, and so I'm talking to the sheriff. They're telling me what to do. Head to the patrol station. I'm talking to them. Uh, At this point, I don't know if if the person's behind me or if it's a different vehicle, it looked similar, but I wasn't sure if it was the same. It was all happening so quick. Long story short, man, I drive and uh, get up to a stoplight, and I'm like, all right, there's a huge long line there. I'm not stopping there. I'm not having this guy pull up beside me and, you know, with this gun or whatever. So I uh, I keep on rolling. I kind of uh, go a different way, and, and, I, and I make a couple more turns and get out on the, uh, on the highway, and at this point... I don't see the vehicle behind me anymore. And uh, I'm like, all right, I think, I think I'm good. Uh, but I end up going to the patrol station anyways. The sheriff's department said, hey, I'm going to call the patrol station. I'm going to tell them you're heading that way. They'll be looking for you. When you get there, they'll come out meet you. All right, sounds good. So I ended up going by there, pulling in there. Uh, he didn't follow me, you know, of course, all the way to the patrol station or whatever. So I get out tell them the story and that was kind of that but it got me to thinking man i'm like people are so crazy it's like you know what what have we come to it's like you, you and i don't know if he saw me talking to my wife and and, I, and he thought i was talking to him or mouthing to him or what the deal was but um i had my phone down like i said kind of in the console area on speakerphone talking to my wife once that guy started doing all this stuff I grabbed my phone from the console, picked it up, and just held it in my hand as I'm talking to my wife. And uh, I just kept it there. And the whole time, um, I was thinking, man, if I had the video on, you know, I could 
I could get the uh, license plate, all that stuff. And uh, I don't know. Um, you know, people are crazy. It, I don't know if you ever encounter something like this. I have not. It was way out there. And just gets you to thinking, man. Gets you to thinking about life. Gets you to thinking about your neighborhood. Gets you thinking about the city that you're in. Gets you to thinking about all kinds of different things. It's like people are so crazy that he apparently, you know, he may be, he may have been on something. It's like the only thing I can think of is this guy was on something. And he's looking back here thinking I'm mouthing to him while I'm talking to my wife on the phone. And he's, you know, he's not going to have any of it, whatever. And so uh, just crazy, man. Just just thinking about the mindset that people are in, the uh, scarcity mindset, just the, uh, just the thinking that we have. It's, uh, it's a little scary, man. If somebody is crazy enough to, to, to do that, you know, wave a gun turn around, start following you for a while. Um, you know, and he may have seen the sheriff in front of me when we made those curves and said, oh man, he's got the sheriff in front of him. I'm going to back off. I'm going to turn. I'm going to go a different direction. I don't know what his thinking was, but it's, uh, it's kind of crazy, man. It's kind of crazy. It just gets you to thinking, uh, we live in a broken world. We live in a world that is very unsteady, nothing certain. Uh, every single day, if you're out and about working around these people and you're, you know, depending on what environment you're in, it's like, I don't know, it just gets you thinking, man. It's like, is, uh, and I know this may happen all the time in certain areas, but it's something that very rarely happens here in our area. But like I said, man, it's getting a little worse uh, each year. It's getting a little worse, getting a little worse. So, um, just wanted to share that story with you guys. I don't know where you're at. I don't know where you're living, what you're up to, what you're doing. But, um, man, the people that you encounter, the people that you run into, the people that's in your community, it makes a big difference, man. It makes a big difference. And uh, this definitely made a big uh, difference for me. Just got me thinking a whole lot differently. It's like, uh, just, just questioned a whole lot of things. So... Not only do we need to pray locally of like all the, uh, you know, all the things going on locally, man. We need to take that across the state, across the U.S., across the, across the world, and uh, just share share the love of Christ with, with people, man. People are so lost. People are so broken. They, uh, they live for self. They do things that... A lot of times they don't even know what they're doing because they're so lost, they're so hopeless that they can't see vision, they can't see what God has for them. Um, all they can see is just that moment, you know. They can't look past that situation or that moment that they're in. And it's sad to see, but it seems like it's becoming more and more uh, like that here in our area, man. It's like there's a lot of brokenness, a lot of people struggling, a lot of people that have no vision. And if you just watch people, if you just talk to people, if you just go out and about and, you know, you live your everyday life, whether it's going to the store or going to, like, um, get some gas or going to uh, get some lunch or just talking with customers or just... Whatever it is, man, anytime you're interacting with people, it 
it, it really, really, I don't know, it just seems like more and more here in our area, people are disconnected, man. They don't even have the vision. They're just living uh, day by day. They're not, they don't have any goals, any hope, any future. And, you know, the Bible says uh, where there's no vision, the people perish. And I believe that you're seeing, you know, people perish right here locally in our community, um, in our state, in our country. And that's simply because they don't have Jesus and they don't have hope and they don't have any guidance and direction, man. They're just living for self. They're going, you know, about their day uh, just trying to stir up uh, trouble. They're trying to cause um, problems or 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 get into it with somebody or just or just trying to provoke somebody you know and I just feel like a situation like this that's kind of what it comes down to it's like somebody probably had a bad day they saw an opportunity and they created something out of it and then they turned it into something that uh, wasn't even anything at all and I feel like if you just turn on the news if you turn on social media a lot of times you see that you see a lot of drama you see uh, a lot of um, just back and forth uh, between different sides on there people just trying to cause chaos and start drama and and do all this stuff I I saw that my brother and his family they're gonna be going to New York City here shortly uh, because uh, my brother has family member that that uh, in-law that is uh, living in that area, New York. He's a missionary there in the Bronx, and they're going to be going to New York, Manhattan, Bronx, all that area before long uh, for a wedding. And you know, uh, I get to looking at the news like New York City. You know, New York City. It's like, oh, what's going on here? What's going? And, you know, there, there's always something going. It's like 24-7 chaos. I mean, it's never still. It's never quiet. It's always, something's always happening. Something's always going on. And then I look on the news yesterday, and there's this riot. Uh, supposedly, um, there was an influencer, uh, maybe a video game influencer, I think it was. And don't know the name, don't know the person. But some type of video game influencer, I think is what it was, was going to like give away like a video game system or something. I, I think it was like maybe a video game system or something like that. But either way, um, I didn't read like the whole details, the full story. So you guys may want to check that out if you really want to know like everything that went on. But um, supposedly he made a post that he was going to be in a certain area in New York City and give away uh, a video game system or several or whatever the case may be and like over 2,000 like 2,500 people or so showed up and when they did um, I don't know exactly how it got started but they started causing problems and causing issues this group and then they started rioting and they were like literally like burning stuff breaking stuff, turning over vehicles, just all the riot stuff that you see. And it sort of happened there in New York City and somewhere there in Manhattan. Um, and it went on for like hours, I believe. 
I don't know how long uh, it finally went on or when they finally got everything kind of calmed down, but just thinking about this, man, it's like, you know, my brother, his family, they're going to be going there here shortly, and the environment that you're in, man, it's, uh, it can, I mean, it can, it can definitely harm you, um, it can definitely change your thinking, uh, I know the people that live in that area, there's like so many different ideas, so many different views, so many different, uh, so much different thinking, and, uh, the very, very dense area, I mean, millions of people in one little square, basically, um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's just interesting, you know, uh, all the different cities, towns, whether it's a big city, small, small town like ours, there's just a lot going on, man, a lot going on, and I think people are just up to causing trouble, I think they're up to stirring up stuff, and it's like, the only way we're going to get away from that is turn to God, turn to God, focus on Him, uh, put the cross first, and just you know, live in His presence every single day. Go to Him, uh, honor and glorify Him in the things that you do. And so, I uh, just want to encourage you guys, man, wherever you're living, wherever you're at, whatever's going on, just put your faith in Him, put your trust in Him, let Him lead you, let Him guide you, let Him give you direction. Um, you know, I feel called to fast right now. Uh, just so much going on here locally. Um, just feel like there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of people struggling. I know this guy that uh, he's had cancer. He uh, was was healed of cancer for several years, and now he's got a different type of cancer, and it's back, and it's uh, it's really really bad. And um, he just gave my dad a call the other day, and he said, "Hey, uh, the last time I was feeling bad, I, I called you. You came and prayed for me." And right after that, uh, when you left, I felt better, and I was healed of the cancer. And he told my dad, he's like, can you come and pray with me? So today, my dad spent time going, praying with him. Uh, before he got there, his wife sent my dad a message and said, hey, uh, my husband, he's not feeling real well. He's doing pretty bad, actually. He's losing hope. And he asked me if... Uh, he said he asked if if it would be okay if he told uh, my dad that he just wanted the Lord to take him. He was tired of dealing with it. He was tired of struggling. He was tired of going through uh, all the pain, all the all the difficulty. And and she said, if that's what God's telling you, you know, then you tell him whatever God's telling you. And when my dad got there today. He didn't tell him that. He didn't tell him. He didn't say anything at all about it. And my dad prayed with him. And uh, my brother went with him. And another friend went. And they just prayed for this guy for hours. You know, um, to be healed of cancer. For comfort. For peace. uh, For his healing. And, you know, just like my father-in-law, man. He's going through some stuff right now. Uh, They say chemo's not going to. They quit doing the chemo because it wasn't helping. We're supposed to do this like trial uh, thing that um, has like a 75% success rate, but it's like just a trial thing, you know. They don't have much um, data 
for doing it and you have to be qualified uh, to do it. You have to have these certain health requirements in order to even do the trial period. So um, he's going through some things right now and he's he's doing really bad right now. He's struggling. He's, uh, he, you know, he's hurting a lot. He doesn't have any energy. He feels horrible. And so you just get, you know, you go through these things, whether it's the, the, the little incident that I experienced um, yesterday or if it's, you know, seeing people struggling and hurting, um, you just start to think, start thinking more about life, more about decisions that you make, more about your purpose, more about being intentional. And so I just feel like right now, man, just fasting and whatever that means, um, just taking time to, 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 to live a basic, simple life and to focus more on God, less on self, and just listen to Him and see what He says, you know. And I don't know what situation you're in right now. Maybe you're going through stuff. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your relationships. Um, Maybe it's your business. Maybe it's something at home. Maybe it's something at the church. Maybe it's something where, um, you know, who you work with or... Maybe you're trying to make that switch right now, going from um, part-time lawn care to full-time lawn care. Uh, maybe, maybe it's you know, maybe it's cancer, like some of these guys I've talked about. Maybe it's an area where you don't feel comfortable living. Maybe you feel like God's calling you to get out of that unsafe environment and raise your kids in a safer environment. Maybe it's a town. Maybe it's a city. Maybe it's a state. Maybe it's uh, um, maybe it's switching switching your occupation, going from lawn care, and maybe God's calling you out of lawn care to do something else. I don't know what's going on right now in your life. I don't know what you're experiencing, what you're facing right now, but I just feel like God's um, just telling me to speak about this, you know, because I feel like there's other guys maybe going through some similar things going through some struggles right now, going through some trials right now. Maybe it's a family member that has health problems. Maybe it's a friend that has an addiction. Maybe it's, um, you know, maybe it's you that is struggling emotionally or financially or, um, you know, any number of things. Maybe you're struggling right now. You don't know which direction to go. Uh, You don't know which direction to turn. You're trying to make some, maybe some huge decisions. Uh, maybe you're trying to decide uh, what path you want to take. I believe that if uh, if you have big decisions to make, if you have things that um, you know may change the course of your life, I believe that you should take time, pray about it, fast, ask God, focus on Him. And put your trust in him, and uh, see what he says, man. And if you got if you got anything that's on your heart right now, anything that you're struggling with, or anything that you're thinking about, or maybe something that has just been on your mind, man, and you just can't let it go. It's just like something is on your mind, and it's it's like taking over your ability to like concentrate, to to think clearly, to be productive. 
to live a positive, meaningful life. If something's like on your heart and you're you're constantly thinking about it, that's probably God saying, "Hey, this is important. You need to pray about it. You need to think about it, and you need to uh, you need to listen to me for guidance, for answers, for for all that stuff." So, just want to encourage you guys, man. Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're facing, whatever's going on right now in your life, whether it's directly impacting you or maybe a friend or a family member. Man, just lay it at the foot of the cross, give it to God, pray, listen, and receive and believe, man. Believe and receive. So uh, if you got anything going on, you want to talk to me about it, want me to pray for you, want me to uh, to just be there for you, to listen, somebody to listen to. You may not have anybody to listen to. Maybe you feel like you're going down a path right now where... Um, God's leaving you down, leading you down a path that's like chaos, trials, tribulations. You don't know which way to turn. You don't know which way to go. Um, you're struggling. You, you don't feel like you have any hope. And you need some answers. You need some guidance. You need some. Uh, you need just a little bit of hope, man. Reach out to me. Reach out to me, man. I'll pray with you guys. I will talk to you guys. I will be. Uh, right there for you, man. Whatever you're, whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're struggling with. So, I don't know, man. Maybe this little encounter uh, that I had the other day, maybe it happened so that I would think about things a little bit more. Uh, maybe be more intentional about what I do, and maybe think about others that may be struggling in the same place uh, this guy was apparently struggling with. You know. Um, Maybe it's to reach out to those that are struggling and try to help them, man. Try to give them some encouragement. Try to point them to the light in this dark world. There's so many dark things going on all around us. It doesn't matter if it's either locally or in your state or on the news. It's just like everywhere you turn, it's just chaos, man. But there's hope, and there's hope in Christ if you just give your life to Him focus on him you put your trust in him he can make a way where there seems like no way at all so i don't know just felt led to uh share that with you share what happened share what's on my heart share what's on my mind and just encourage you guys man to uh to focus on god put your trust in him and uh pray and listen And just do, man. Just do. Whatever he calls you to do, just take one step of faith and do that. You might not have the whole thing figured out, man. He's calling me. He's talking to me right now about doing several different things. And I feel like I need to get in a secret spot. And I need to get in a quiet spot. And I need to think about it and pray about it and see what God's leading me to do, man. I just feel like there's a shift right now. There's a shift here locally. There's a shift here in our family uh, with everything going on. There's a shift here in the business. There's just a big shift coming through, and uh, I just feel like it's God working. God working and uh, showing me the future, man, one step at a time. He'll reveal one thing at a time. He'll be the lamp and the light to your feet. You just take that one step, that light will illuminate another step, 
another step. And you just take one step at a time, man. Listen to him. Take another step. And eventually you'll look back and be like, man, how in the world did I get here? And the only thing you can come up with was just having faith, man. Just having faith to take that one step. Another step. Another step. Just one step at a time. So that's what I got, man. That's what I got for today. A lot different than previous podcast. I'll hook up with you guys tomorrow in the morning when I roll out. But uh, God was just, he kept on telling me, man, just just turn a podcast on. Turn a podcast on. Talk about talk about what happened. I didn't know what it was going to amount to, but that's what God laid on my heart, man. So think about it. If it's something that, uh, you know, if it's something that hit home for you and you want to reach out to me, catch me on Man, I'm trying to, I'm honestly trying to stay off Instagram and Facebook right now and really stay rooted and focused. So if you guys would, send me an email. Send me an email at thelongcarelife at gmail.com. So if you guys want to talk to me, reach out to me via email, shoot me a message, and and let me know. Let me know what's on your mind, but... I'm out, guys. I hope you're having a good day. I hope uh, this is some encouragement to you. And uh, I'll catch you in the morning. I'll catch you in the morning. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Hope you guys are having a good day. And as always, man, God provides.